Chapter 19 I fell through the air faster and faster and hit the water feet first. Down, down I plunged straight to the mud at the bottom. The river was dark and cold. Strong currents tugged at my legs. The branches of a sunken tree snagged my shirt and held me with bony fingers. My heart pounded, my lungs ached. Kicking hard, I pulled free and swam toward the light. When I surfaced, I saw Edward several yards away, bobbing along, still struggling. I swam toward him, but it sank before I reached him. Taking a deep breath, I dove after him, but the water was so murky, I couldn't even see my own hand. I rose again, no sign of Edward this time. The river roared in my ears and foamed around me, smelling of decay. Too tired to fight it, I let the current carry me until I spotted Edward again. I floundered toward him and grabbed his shirt. Getting a good grip on his shoulder, I used the last of my strength to tow him to a tree trunk lodged between a couple of rocks. Exhausted, we clung to the branches. Above the noise of the water, I heard Edward gasping for breath. His lips were purple with cold. His face was dead white. Like me, he was shivering. From the trestle, Theo shouted, I'm coming, Andrew, wait right there. Don't jump, I yelled. Climb down the rocks. A snort from Edward drew my attention back to him. Poor little Andrew, did you fall in the cold, cold water too? His voice was loaded with sarcasm. Didn't you see me jump? Edward narrowed his eyes, increasing his resemblance to a rat. Bull feathers, you fell just like I did. I shook my head. I thought you were drowning. I was trying to save you. Don't make me laugh. I wasn't in any danger. Stunned by his ingratitude, I watched Edward haul himself onto the rocks. Water streamed from his shirt and trousers. Getting to his feet, he said, even if I had been, I doubt a little panty waist like you could have helped matters. Turning his back, he started to walk away. An anger I didn't know I possessed raged through me. Scrambling after Edward, I grabbed his arm and made him face me. How dare you be so ungrateful, I shouted. I risked my life to save you. A true gent would at least say thank you. I was as astonished as Edward. Had I spoken or had Andrew? Part of me wanted to apologize and take the words back, turn and run, but the other part was in control. Clenching my fist, I raised them in the way John had taught me. Edward backed away. I stepped closer, dukes up, ready to defend myself. You lay a hand on me and I'll tell my father, Edward said. Sure, it was a trick. I danced around him on my toes, eager to try one of John's punches. I wanted to make Edward's nose bleed. I wanted to give him a black eye. I wanted him to knock him flat. I'll say you pushed me off the bridge, Edward yelled. I'll say you almost made me drown. I kept my guard up. Edward wasn't going to distract me with empty threats. I was Andrew, boy champion. I'd make Theo proud of me. I'd make Hannah glow with admiration. I'd show them all, even John. Like Frank Merriwell, I had been pushed too far. Suddenly, Edward bent down, picked up a handful of river sand, and hurled it in my eyes. Half blinded, I flung myself at him. We rolled on the ground, grappling and yelling. While we struggled, Buster ran around us, barking. I hope he was on my side, but I couldn't be for sure. 
For all I knew, he decided he'd decide to take a chunk out of me. As things turned out, it wasn't Buster who bit me. It was Edward. When I felt his teeth sink into my shoulder, I hauled off and punched him so hard I thought I'd broken my hand. That was all it took. Squirming away from me, Edward scrambled to his feet. His nose spouted blood. Your father will hear about this, he hollered. With Buster snarling and snapping at his heels, Edward plunged into the woods. Dazed, I sat on the ground and listened to him crash through the underbrush. By the time Buster came back, Theo had made his way down from the trestle. Crouching beside me, he touched my left eye reverently. You're going to have a beaut of a shiner. I stared at my fist in disbelief. Were they mine or Andrew's? The hot sun beat down on my head. The coarse grass scratched at my, the back of my legs. Nearby, the river rumbled and drawn. Crows cried in the woods. I'd hit Edward. I'd made him cry and snivel and threaten to tell. I'd chased him away. Me, Drew, or me, Andrew. You really showed Edward, Theo was saying. It was like old times. He won't bother us again, I wager. Theo flopped down on his back in the grass and grinned at me. Exhausted, I stretched out beside him. Buster dropped to his haunches and panted happily into my face. Gazing into his yellow eyes, I asked the dog a silent question. Who am I? Buster wagged his tail and licked my nose. I shook my head. You're wrong, I whispered. I'm not Andrew. Theo turned his head drowsily. What'd you say? Nothing. While the sun dried my clothes, I watched clouds shape and reshape themselves. An hour passed, maybe more. Theo was so quiet, I guess he had fallen asleep. I was too tired. I was tired too, but every time I closed my eyes, I saw Edward falling. I saw the river closing over him. Whether he had admitted it or not, I had saved his life. Or had I? I wasn't really sure who had jumped off the trestle, Andrew or me. On the way home through the woods, Theo kept up a constant chatter about the fight, exaggerating it beyond recognition. Weary of the sound of his voice, I interrupted him. What if Edward tells his father? What will Papa do? Theo's eyes traveled from my swollen eye to my torn shirt. His lips quivered. We'll get the beating of our lives. I swallowed hard. But you didn't do anything. I was the one who jumped in the river. I was the one who fought Edward. I'll take full responsibility. Theo kicked at a stone. It won't matter to Papa. I was with you, and that'll be enough for him. We were almost home. On the hill above us, the house was a tall, dark shape silhouetted against the sunset. I wished I could make time race ahead, but nothing shifted. Nothing shimmered. I didn't see Aunt Blythe. I didn't see Andrew. Just Hannah running down the path to meet us. Papa's in a real temper, she said. What have you two done now? Edward told on us, Theo whimpered. We're gonna get a whipping, Andrew. Hannah stared at my eye. Have you been fighting with Edward? For a moment, Theo forgot Papa. You should have been there, Hannah. He clenched his fist and swung the air. Pow! Bam! Biff! Andrew punched the living daylights out of Edward. He made his nose bleed. He... The sound of Papa's voice stopped poor Theo in mid-sentence. 
Belt in hand, he stood on the porch waiting for us. Step lively, he called. The longer you keep me waiting, the angrier I become. Mama laid her hand on Papa's arm. Please don't be too hard on them. Andrew's health is still precarious and Theo's merely a child. Hannah squeezed my shoulder. Be brave, she whispered before she followed Mama into the house. Brave, I thought. Brave. Yes, I was as brave as Andrew now. I had jumped off the bridge. I had fought Edward. This time, I'd take my whipping without crying. Papa frowned at me. Ned tells me that you dared Edward to jump from the trestle. When he refused, you pushed him into the river and then fought him like a savage. Is this true? It was an accident, sir. Edward lost his balance and fell, and I thought he was drowning, so I jumped in after him. And the fight? Edward insulted me. I lost my temper. Papa turned to Theo. Do you agree with your brother's account of the incident? Yes, sir, Theo said. Edward is a liar and a bully and a coward. He's the one who should be whipped, not Andrew and me. That's enough, Theodore. Papa paced back and forth as if he were in court. Although bad enough in itself, it is not the fight alone that displeases me. After Emmett Burden drowned, I forbade you to go to the trestle. I presume you both remember my proscription? He, Even though I didn't, I knew better than to say. Yet you went there anyway. Yes, sir. For a few moments, Papa rested his case. Swinging his belt against his palm, he considered Theo and me. With each slap, my heart beat faster. To summarize, he said at last, you disobeyed me. First, you endangered your lives on the trestle. Secondly, you fought with your cousin a week to the day after I punished you for the same offense. I told you then, and I'll tell you now, I will not tolerate such behavior. Papa took a deep breath. Bend over, Andrew. I clenched my teeth and shut my eyes. Gripping the railing so hard my knuckles turned white, I took six lashes without flinching or shedding a tear. After Pompa finished with Theo, he slid his belt back into his trousers. Stay off the trestle, both of you, and avoid your cousin. I don't enjoy this, these punishments any more than you do. Yes, sir, we said. Now wash your hands and make yourself presentable, Papa said. Dinner will be served in five minutes. At the table, Mama heaped mashed potatoes on Theo and my plates. She also made sure we had the best slices of tomato and very few lima beans. Papa frowned. You know the importance of discipline as well as I do, Mildred. Boys must not be coddled. But I noticed he gave Theo and me the drumsticks he usually reserved for himself. While Papa talked about his day in court, I relived the fight with Edward. What a lousy, stinking, ungrateful coward he was. Hateful, underhanded, sly, and dishonest, a tattletale. What branch of the family tree had produced a rotten apple like him? A creaking noise in the hall distracted me. I looked up from my plate. An old man in a wheelchair scowled at us from the doorway. What are you doing here? He asked. Get out, all of you. This is my house now. I jumped up from the chair. Great grandfather, I cried. You're, you're. The room spun and Edward vanished. To keep from falling, I gripped the table. My glass tipped over, a stream of water ran across the cloth. 
Mama caught me in her arms. Help me, Henry, she cried. The boy's about to faint. Movement, voices, lights, everything blurred and ran together. Clinging to Mama, I sank into a well of darkness.